0: You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades, the Race Central Radio Show. Drive, stop! Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Look at it, look at it, look at it. Let's go racing drivers! Unbelievable! It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got the inside, they touch once, twice. Oh boy, here we go, this is going to be tight right here. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. Got it. Hey, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Magnificent. Fast Friday here on the uh, fastest two hours of motorsports and the best two hours of motorsports you're ever going to hear. It is uh, the Race Central on the radio program here on ESPN AM 1600 FM 104. Three the fam sounding resplendent in HD2 and 98. One in the Northern Territories, as we would say in Alaska. Hey, welcome to the program. I hope you all had a we were off on uh Turkey Day Week or Turkey Week Day or whatever the heck it was. I hope all of you had a fantastic and uh belly stuffing uh Thanksgiving haul. you know, I'm I'm not a big Christmas New Year's guy. Uh maybe way back in the day, New Year's, because you know, yeah, amateur hour, maybe amateur a lot of hours. But Thanksgiving is really a a, a a week or a day or whatever especially the day of that I really get into and it's uh it's really a special time and I think it's christmas without all the silly gifts <laughs> and that may sound crazy but you know it's not about how big the package is or or get your mind out of the gutter i see su- i see you working but uh, can i say that city on the air that wasn't too bad uh, uh, I, the kid, my new master, no disaster behind the glass, or as this in this case to be behind the kind of plexiglass, uh, reflective, masked up dome of the ivory tower. Boy, are we going to go back to all that again? I don't get me started. But uh, Thanksgiving is something I, I really get into is without it's without the gifts. So it's not about you know presents and packages and 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 all that good stuff. Uh. But it was a lot of fun to spend, you know, a couple days with Mike and the family. My my mom and dad are long gone, uh, sister long gone. A bunch of people long gone. The rest of them were all tricking out to Cali, or they're tricking around in Cali. So a lot of fun to, to hang out with my my godson AJ. He's the best, and my goddaughter, uh, yeah, Gianna and then Natalia. I mean, it's just a, it's a cornucopia of childrenism. Yeah, but a really special day. And I hope it was great for you uh, also. And uh, it's going to be back with you because it's what we do. Even though the seasons are all wrapped up, except for that little thing they do over on the other side of the pond. Well, they do come here. They're going to come here twice next year, which is very exciting. Formula One uh, coming to Miami. That's going to be if you've never been to a formula 1 race you really can't understand the uniqueness and the flavor of it and is a youngster growing up watching formula 1 on the streets of Long Beach which is maybe why it's such a special place to me the the flair and I, I don't know how best to put it it's just Every restaurant you go into, you've got nine different languages being spoken. And, you know, the shiny of the shiny. And the, the just the feel. The savoir-faire. How's that sound? Easy for me to say. And the ambiance. Just the whole flavor of Formula One. and Miami's going to, that place is going to roll. I I, I I could get a credential if I if I want. I just don't think I have the need to go. But maybe I'll go back to uh, Dakota, Circuit of the Americas. But I definitely know that I'll be in the streets of Long Beach, the mean streets of Long Beach, as I call it, back in their traditional date of April. They had the Grand Prix this year in September, and I have to tell you, September, and if you've never spent a lot of time in California, especially along the coastal communities, as we call it, uh, if you're on a first-name basis, and then if you're on another first-name basis, The marine layer, as we call it. There isn't any. The best time to go to Carmel and Santa Barbara and Los Angeles and San Diego, it means there's never a bad time, trust me. But uh, you get the marine layer. Not late August, September, October. And it's like in Long Beach. It was 75, 76 during the day and like 65 at night. Bitter cold. Break out the snow chains, Mildred wonder if we're going to – I shouldn't even say this because as soon as I say it, I'll probably start snowing. I've sat in this studio before and watched the snow accumulate on the rooftops right across from the uh, ivory tower here. The best view in Denver, I think. But Formula One, they've got uh, this weekend and one to go. It should be something to watch as uh, Max the Axe, as I call him, Max for Stopping, has taken the point lead, and, and then Lewis Hamilton's been on a run. He's won two in a row, maybe three if I'm not mistaken. There are many F1 prognosticators, and I've been trying to get in touch with our good friend um, uh, Will Buxton, who appeared on this program and on Race Central TV back in, as I call the dark days of the pandemic, which was a huge get for us because he is considered to be the the presenter and the premier presenter uh, in Formula One. And boy, did that series, that series, the success burned them on to come back and do season five, which I can't wait to, to see. And I'm not getting paid by Netflix here, trust me. But it also kind of motivated, I think, a lot of people because of the explosive growth and popularity of Formula One in America. Now, Formula One used to be a really big deal. Then IndyCar saw a huge growth, and then that little turn left series used to be called Grand National Stock Car Racing, uh, also known as NASCAR, exploded in, in Formula One because of the cost. And the some of the circuits they ran on, like Watkins Glen, became outdated in terms of, of the safety necessary for the, the new generation of cars that are oh so fast and no runoff no nowhere to go uh tragically one of the last formula one races there ever was when Francois Sever was killed Jackie Stewart's teammate way back in the day so I mean we got a lot to get to we got some Trans Am we're talking about a NASCAR a IndyCar uh I I told you remember Ron Caps on two weeks ago we're going to revisit that interview because I predicted exactly what was going to happen and I hate to say it but I was dead right also uh one of the top uh, team owners in, in Trans Am. He'll be joining us on the program. A lot of good stuff to get to. It. Uh, what can I tell you? Hey, watch Race Central TV. You can watch us on Denver Comcast, Amazon Prime, Roku, and always streaming at the website that makes you smarter and better motorsports fan. That site is racecentralmedia.com. For Sid the Kid back there, for me right here and all of you out there, keep it locked right here at racecentralmedia.com I want to drive. Get the car off the trailer. Now, back to one of the most respected voices in motorsports, your host, Kurt Hansen. Oh, uh, 14 minutes after the hour or something like that, or as close as we can get to it anyway. Uh, it is the uh, best two hours of motorsports talk out there. It is uh, Kurt Hansen. That's me. Zins, Hansens, Race Central Radio <laughs> here on ESPN Radio. I'm having fun today. It's, uh, it, it's hard to... Now, see, when I, where I come from in California, this is winter. <laughs> what we're having right now, this is... You know, like it's bitter cold when it, like I say, break out the chains, Mildred. It's like 56 degrees. Uh, you know, it, this is winter. But uh, we know it's coming. There's no doubt about that. It's, uh, I, I can remember, you know, drinking champagne or fine, uh, some of, you know, Northern California's finest uh, on my best best buddy's uh, deck in, in Laguna Beach on Christmas Day I, we're getting sunburned. It was like seventy-five degrees. I'm going somewhat accustomed to the uh, the all the seasons, but mm, you get to be my age with all my ailments. I like warm weather. Uh, let's talk IndyCar for a second as we wait uh, for uh, Claudio Button to join us. Uh, one of the top Trans Am owners and drivers uh, in the series, long legacy of motorsports engagement he's from argentina like mr Junco's, the indycar team owner that we had on not long ago seems to be there's a lot of argentinians uh in the world of motorsports god bless them it's uh yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun to catch up with uh with claudio he'll he'll be joining us here probably the bottom of the of the first hour but to talk a little indycar a lot of uh a lot of motion in that ocean but it's all super positive, and I look back in television numbers, and by the way, NBC Sports Network is now gone, NBCSN, so they'll, they'll still they'll have a television platform on NBC, then they'll have the streaming platform on TV, which is, would be Peacock. It took me a while to get that, and then I remembered back in the day, NBC was known as the Peacock, and I went, wow, okay, I, I get it now. Uh, bringing back an old brand and the beautiful peacock feathers that explode on your screen, so they're going to have even more coverage this year, and the numbers prove it. People ate up, uh, you know, like when you see the running back, the NFL score, and it gives you the feed me, feed me. Well, the fans just said feed me, feed me. TV numbers for Long Beach, the season finale in September, were ridiculous, and, and you know you, we think, oh, glad the season's over. Well, it's really not. The teams are working hard as ever, testing and getting stuff going. Uh, Antron Brown, no, I said I was going to talk IndyCar. No, I'm going to talk NHRA for me. It's my show. So we knew Antron was going to start leaving Don Schumacher Racing at the end of the year to start his own top fuel team. And I talked to him the other day. He said it was my quote-unquote first day in my office. And what he doesn't know is I remember because Tony Pedregon and I became very, very good friends. We had uh, his brother, the cruiser on just a few weeks ago tony won the championship in 2003 at john force and decided to go out on his own the next year and i had him on right after he opened up his shop and on the air he said you know kurt i realized i walked into the uh building and i realized i need a fax machine oh and i need more phone lines and it's just it, it being an owner driver I mean, little stupid, still silly stuff like that. You know, it's it's there. Uh, and Antron's kind of like, wow, this was this this is this is a great idea. It was a great idea. It's going to be a great idea. But yikes! I'm used to showing up, somebody rolling up the door, and I'm get ushered in like the king. Well, he's the king, all right. You know, like that uh, that uh, 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 Citibank co- card commercial or Capital One, where he gets, "You got a present?" Woof. And the guy says it's a goat, and the, the 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 genie goes, "It's your goat." In the back of his Mustang convertible, I don't think I don't think uh, Tron's going to wake up with any goats in the back of his convertible. But it's a lot to do. And uh, then Ron caps, as I, I said on the show a couple weeks ago, Ron said had a big announcement coming, and I said, that I thought he was going to go off and do his own thing." Well, two days later. Ding, ding, ding. Ron Cap's leaving Don Schumacher racing to go do his own thing. Now, Don's already lost uh, 2000, uh, 2020. Funny card champion Matt Hagen. And his, uh, the, the darling, I say that because she's a good friend. Now, Leah Pruitt-Stewart. Stewart. Yeah, that's hard to say. I'm just going to call her Leah Stewart. As her and Tony got married in Cabo San Lucas uh, just, I think, the day before Thanksgiving. So, but Don is getting his son back. Nothing not he ever lost him. But when the Army pulled out, the SARS, the Army had won. And Don certainly could have, could have funded his, his son in, in a top fuel car. Don's got a little bit of coin. Schumacher Electric and on and on and on and on. So, they lose four and get back one. Wow. That's, I mean, you ponder that because there is safety in numbers. I mean, a few years ago, the fuel teams, as we call it, threatened to boycott the NHRA because of a... The NHRA did a deal with a a fuel company that's no longer around. It was kind of a flash in the pan. Not a flash fire, even though that tends to happen. Uh, They... Burst on the scene. Oh, I'm using a lot of really burst, flash. I mean, Sid, do we have a fire extinguisher around here? I'm waiting for my pants to catch on fire any minute. Uh, and they convinced the NHR to make them the official sup- fuel supplier. Well, the teams buy in bulk with fuel. So all the top fuel teams had like thousands and thousands and thousands of gallons. A fuel they weren't allowed to use because it was not anymore the official fuel of the NHRA. And all the fuel teams threatened to picket the NHRA, not show up. Well, show up, but then maybe for one of the nitro rounds, oh, we're not coming out. Kind of a, I don't know, stage walkout. Boy, that would have got the fans, that would not have been good. It was averted. I believe they allowed them to, to grandfather in and use the majority of the fuel they bought, and then I think they got a super super like steal it, steal it, steal it price on the new fuel, and then the next year the new whiz bang fuel company, I, I believe they were actually Melanie Troxel, uh, Melanie Haling from Colorado, and uh, I I believe they were they were one of Mel's sponsors on her tough fuel car. I don't remember, but. It was a big to do, and it wasn't to do about nothing. It was a to do about something. So now I'm going to talk about IndyCar. So, TV numbers were great. Attendance at Long Beach, crazy, crazy. I mean, you know, maybe even bigger than pre pandemic because everybody went to get the hell out. And what's wrong with, you know, seventy upper 70s, middle 60s at night at the uh, party, the roar at the shore. As we call it, it's a party that a race breaks out at. And a really good race, too. But Kyle Kirkwood, who is your, well, he was your 2021 Indy Lights champion and a super good talent, he just signed a drive for A.J. Voigt Racing next year in the legendary number 14. That's a big deal. This kid is very good. There's a lot of, of amazing talent in the IndyCar series that i for one, can't wait for the season to start. It's not that far away. I mean, let's put it this way: so the the, the Chili Bowl is the first official kickoff for major league racing in the world. That's the second week in January. There were before the twenty four is the week before. Without well, all rhymes, I'm a poet and I don't know it. And then if, if the third week in January is the twice around the clock race, the Rolex twenty four hour. And then next week, it's NHRA kicks off. Then we got Speed Week in Daytona, the, day, in the, 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 the little day, thing they do in Daytona, the 500. Crazy stuff. That's why you tune in right here and watch Ray Central TV because we are the uh, powerhouse of information. Coyote Motorsports say, hey, check out the new CF Moto motorcycle. They'll be uh, arriving uh, early spring. You can go to Coyote Motorsports right there, uh, short drive up by 25, or CoyoteMotorsports.com. Reserve yours today. Also, they got the 0% financing, all the cool stuff in stock for all the, well, the the bigger little stuffing stockers you need to do, or stocking stuffers, or whatever the heck they call them. Uh, It's all right there. Coyote Motorsports. Also, toys for the big boys and the little boys and girls. Colpar Hobby is a great partner with Race Central Radio and TV for an awful long time. Two locations to serve you. Colpar.com. A Trans Am owner and driver extraordinaire. Claudio Burton coming up next. Keep it locked right here at racecentralmedia.com. it 24 hours, more hours, with you. We spent the weekend getting even warm. spent Oh, boy, what a happy song. Uh, it's one that uh, I, I love that video. It's actually uh, Danica Patrick's in that video, too, if you uh, if you remember it. But, uh, yeah, it's just a happy song. And it's a happy day. It's a fast Friday. It is Ray Central. The Drive uh, from 3 to 5 here on the Premier Home at Ray Central TV, wherever you can hear my voice around America and around the globe, you can also watch Race Central TV. So, yeah, it's just a happy song. It's uh, one that makes me Makes me dance here in the studio. Uh, so, anyway, we're uh, we're working on uh, tracking down Claudio. Uh, he's probably he's probably at La Estancia in downtown Buenos Aires having a uh, baby beef comp pop-up with some of their good sangria. I remember when I was having dinner there one night back in the day when I was training with the U.S. National Ski Team. We trained in Bariloche, and would spend about 40 days down there We'd spend a couple nights in B.A. before we come home. A B.A. is a first name basis only thing for Buenos Aires, by the way. Uh, and uh, I'm sitting with this little gal who I became friends with um, weeks before when her and her family were skiing in Bariloche, uh, Carolina Brown. I'll never forget her. And uh, her English was okay. And we're sitting at the table and there's this big guy sitting across from me powering down on a a big old slab of uh, a good old Argentine beef. And she pokes me and says, Carlos Monzon. I'm like, excuse me? She says, boxer, Carlos Monzon. He was the world champion at that time. I think he was a heavyweight or a middleweight, but he's sitting across from me, powering down a, I mean, big old piece of steak with his uh, papas, and uh, they would serve you these huge, like, cauldrons of sangria, uh, and Los is on Florida Street, which is the walking street in downtown Buenos Aires. Trust me, you better be walking because uh, when you got done with that sangria and all that good stuff, it was unbelievable. And I've been told not to uh, to bring up Argentine Bill of Fair with Claudio because his uh, PR person t- told me that we'll never get around to racing. I guess he's quite a chef. You know, another fun thing to do in, in South America is uh, – go to what's called an asado, uh, which is basically you go out under these huge estancias, and uh, uh, they literally have a huge cow sitting there. Uh, and it's, uh, it's pretty surreal because they're basically just taking a big old machete and just whacking a chunk of beef off it as it's ro- rotating around on the stick, and then a little bit, like another couple sticks with some pigs. And it's, uh, it's, pretty, uh, it's pretty exciting. Then you do what's called the Boda. Now, if you're old schoolers, I don't see many millennials doing the Boda bag anymore, uh, where you start right on your lips and you push it back. And as far as you can push it back, I'm doing a Boda right now. And, you, you know, swirl it into your, shoot it into your mouth. It's a big thing. It's a deal, Dad. It's a it's a thing. And as a gringo, if you can uh, consume large amounts of uh of uh baby beef on the Estancia with the boda and rock the boda, you are the real deal. You are like uh well, like Jay-Z. Jay-Z of steak and boda, man. Um it's a lot of fun. It's a it's a great, great country. Uh, we're working. Hang on a second. Here. I'm getting. I'm getting handed, handed a note from Dewey Cheatham and Howe, my personal law firm. Which I ordered. Uh Copy that, my dear. Special telegraph mess message with a picture of a steak from Claudio. Um, <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. So we're going to have next ne- next segment. Uh, it just you know things things happen, just the way it goes. So I was is uh, I was so rudely interrupted by our station break. I think I was talking about uh, Kyle Kirkwood going to AJ Right Racing. That's a big deal. It's a really big deal. Um, this kid pretty much dominated the series. Had a lot of a lot of eyeballs on him because the guy the guy's a wheel man. There's no doubt about that. So there's any other. Uh, Jimmy Johnson's coming back for his his second season, I I knew it would be a, a learning curve of sorts, but I didn't expect Jimmy to to struggle the way he did. Now, having said that, you would have think that Chip would have had, had him in a car that is tip-top, 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 but I don't know. I, mean, I wasn't there. I wasn't the engineer of the car, the car chief, but uh, Jimmy struggled more than I thought he would. But it's real hard to drive those race cars real fast. I mean, there's there's the guys that are the top of the top that are all the time at 10-10s. 10 and if you're at 9 and 3 quarters, you're 18th on the grid. Just the way it is. And, and some of that can maybe not even be attributed to Jimmy's talent. It's just what he's learning. He's going from a 4,000-plus-pound slug that has no brakes... I uh, compared to an IndyCar accelerates in corners like a pig. It's a lost Estancia pig. Uh, it's really gross when they whack off a big old piece of meat or pork and it's still got the hair follicle sticking out. That's pretty, that's interesting. That's a good look. But Jimmy will learn. But it's going to be a very exciting season in IndyCar. I I mean, NASCAR, they're, they're testing the, uh, or have been testing it, will be extensively tested uh, the new car, boy, does it look good too. It looks down on the ground and mean and lean. The big wheels and tires, the tires stuck up underneath the fender wells and the center locking. I mean, looks good. They're still having what we call teething problems. They have a lot to sort out, and they'll get it sorted out. Uh, Austin Dillon had a huge crash. I think it was the first week where they really started testing uh, right after the, the the championship in Phoenix, and uh, it was a real testament. To the car's strength and how fast they turned it around, that they, I mean, it looked like junk. They turned it around. And the next day, he's back on the track, same car. So that's that's a that's a pretty good statement. I, I remember David Reutemann years ago when they introduced the new car, the uh, Car of Tomorrow, the C O T A, or some people said the Cot, because it drove like one with the big old wing in the back, and they didn't like you couldn't see out the back. I mean, it was, it was definitely an interesting uh, concept, but it worked. Uh, you know the big chunks of super high density foam with the doors to cushion impact, and the way the car was built, and David Reutimann had a crash that, if it had been a previous the previous generation car, not in a, a car tomorrow, a coat car, he probably wouldn't have made it out. So and it was horrible. If you go back and look on YouTube or any of the videos, it's a bad one. But uh, safety, 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 man. Let's let's keep these guys up. Uh, Safe and sound. It'll bust it up. Uh, that little jingle in my ear tells me it's time to, to shut up and uh, remind you Coyote Motorsports 0% financing. They, they've got stuff when everybody else doesn't. The red hot new CF Moto and then the CF Moto motorcycle. If you watch uh, this month's edition of Race Central TV, there's a minute and a half clip in there. This thing is bad to the bone. And uh, go see Brian today at Coyote Motorsports. They'll have a big alloc- allocation because they're the, the biggest uh, volume dealer in the state. You want to reserve yours today or get an ATV side-by-side, whatever it may be, 0% financing. Uh, he's got the toys for all the boys. It is Coyote Motorsports, CoyoteMotorsports.com. Also, uh, the epicenter, the world epicenter for uh, hobbies, is coal hobbies, the superstar in Aurora. And I'm serious. You walk in there, it's like, oh, my God. Fred doesn't have it or can't get it. It doesn't exist. Uh, two locations. Two uh, locations. Uh, One in Lakewood, and the Superstore in Aurora, Colpar.com. We're talking Trans Am next segment. Maybe a little bit of Argentine, good bill of fare, too, here on the Premier Home and RaceCentralMedia.com. Welcome back to the Premier Home for Motorsports for two decades. The blowtorch for motorsports on Race Central Radio. It fires me up, man. On ESPN Radio AM 1600 with award-winning host... Not well, copy that. It's uh, Fast Friday, a beautiful Friday here in the Mile High City. It is the, the best and fastest two hours of motorsports talk you're ever going to hear, and always streaming around the country and around the globe at RaceCentralMedia.com. If you are a, a regular, you know that uh, I talk a, a lot about Trans Am and, and the great series. It is America's longest professionally sanctioned motorsports series. Uh, three former Trans Am big time stalwarts were my mentors when I started racing, and and we love talking. Uh, uh, to all the Trans Am guys, and uh, Claudio Barton is our next guest here on the Premier Home. Uh, Claudio, I'm glad we could could connect. Uh, you know, phones uh, aside.
1: Hey, all right, yeah, me too. From uh, beautiful Marietta, Georgia.
0: <laughs> I I saw the. I, well, I'll say that area, I don't want to give it away. I'm you know I get in, tr- in trouble, but uh, yeah, Georgia. I so, uh do you know Johnny O'Connell?
1: Um. Wow,
0: Johnny O. Uh-huh. He lives near yeah. you
1: too. Yes, and uh, kind of in, you know, uh, you know, raced against each other a little bit back when in World Challenge, but uh, interesting um, guy in common that we had when we were both really young guys was Alistair
0: McNeil. Oh, boy, you bet, yeah. Alistair. <laughs> Alistair was Johnny's mentor big time. Yeah. God, small so, world. Uh, yeah, did you race I, here? I, and- had to, I had to do.
1: Alice do a couple of favors way back when.
0: Well, <laughs> you know that's the way I used to work. Uh, and uh, I, I want to thank Jonathan uh, Dimick for, for hooking us up. But he told me to don't talk to you about food. Now a little, uh-huh. a little secret. Uh, I used to train in Argentina almost 10 years on the, with the National in then Las Linas, Chapelco, you know, uh, And, and I, know, I know about, I was just talking about the last segment, uh, uh, La Estancia, and then going to an Asado and doing the Boda and all that stuff. And, and uh, uh, you know, I could talk food. I miss, I miss that country. That's a beautiful, beautiful place. When were you last there? Oh, uh, boy, it's been some time. Probably...
1: 5 years or so. It's changed, huh?
0: Um,
1: yeah, you know, things change and things stay the same. Yeah. But uh um yeah, it's my mother's leaving here in a, a week or so, so she likes to follow the sun.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Uh we're talking to uh, Claudio Burton, a, phen- a phenomenal driver and now one of the top team owners uh, in uh, Trans-Am 2, uh, you know. Trans-Am 2 to me, it's got to be the best value in professional motorsports in the world, and the racing is unbelievable.
1: Extremely competitive format, you know. When you start to uh, kind of really tighten up
0: uh, the
1: uh, equipment package, so it's you know, uh, you know, very limited prep. Um, you know, it, it, it turns into a very competitive situation with guys, you know, fighting tooth and nail for a couple of tents.
0: It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's like, the, okay, Aussie V8 Supercars is a very, very favorite series of mine. I raced Pro Atlantic with some guys that, that uh, came over from Oz to, to do Atlantics here, so I got introduced to it a long time ago. Uh, it, it reminds me, and I say, Aussie V8 Supercars, they haven't found a car they didn't want to hit. And I, I kind of got Trans Am 2's kind of becoming the same way. It's a lot of, to coin my friend Enrique Mancia's uh, name, another fellow Argentinian, very close friend of mine, uh, R.G. Um, You guys, I mean, you guys, you guys do some beating and banging, but it's a lot of fun to watch because it's like every quarter something exciting is going to happen.
1: Right. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, a lot of different levels of, of efforts that are out in TA2 right now, you know, from some top or professional efforts to some, Some guys kind of running, you know, out of their garage a little bit. So sometimes you'll get a substantial disparity in speed, and that causes, you know, a lot of on-track situations.
0: Yeah, no doubt about that. I was reading in your bio uh, your your favorite win. Forming a Ford with your father and uncle looking on. When was that, and where was that?
1: Oh, my my goodness. That was a uh, SCCA race at Willow Springs.
0: Love it. The fastest track in the West, as they call it.
1: Yeah. And uh just, my uncle happened to be just visiting and, you know, and I had scheduled this, you know, club race at Willow Springs. And uh, rarely were those two ever together. And, and, uh, you know, my father was very proud that day because, you know, nobody had really done anything in racing and in our family. And it was, you know, a hundred percent, you know, something that I had pursued and, and he kind of, in some ways, you know, made it harder on me too. But, it was the proudest moment I ever saw my dad.
0: Yeah, that's, that's pretty special stuff. Why, why is Sonoma, that's why, my Sonoma's my home track, Sonoma and Laguna, but why uh, Why is Sonoma your, your favorite track?
1: I, I just like the, uh, the up and down the hills, you know, that part of Northern California has always been a favorite of mine. You know, I grew up in Southern Cal and occasionally could race up there at Laguna and, and Sears Point. And um, it's just, I have very fond memories, you know, racing Formula 2000, a little pro series a million years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. And I just enjoy the rhythm of the track.
0: Now, you take take two steps forward, take uh, two steps backward, take a step forward. Uh, I've been talking a lot about Trans M 2, but you run... in. It's I, there needs to be something with the naming because it even I get confused. But you're you know, you're running the the big fire breathing monsters. And I have yeah, to that's tell you. Right. Yeah, it, uh, it's uh, it's and I knew that I just I was talking about T.A. a two because we have a lot of affiliations, relationships in, in Trans Am 2. But uh, what when you have a new driver come into your team and get behind the wheel of one of those things? No, no driver aids, no ABS, no power. I mean, it's it's what is their first reaction?
1: Uh, most most of the time, you know, and, and the first reaction is when you fire the car and you yes. hear that open, open high compression, you know, six liter V eight. It's just overwhelming, you know, to a lot of you know. That's the first thing, you know, that you're going to feel, and um, you know, basically, I think you're expecting the car to be less civilized than what it really is. You know, a, a, a modern day Trans Am car is a is a very proper designed race car and people are expecting them to be you know a handful and they can be when they're on cold tires and you know certain situations but um you know when tires are nice and hot on these cars you know they're they're a joy to drive And, and 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 it's you know it's a lot of driver again with no aids of any kind so modulating the brakes and how you shift and how you you know change the the weight going into the corner and trailing and has so much to do with, you know, putting together a good lap time.
0: There's no doubt about that. Uh, Claudio Burton joined us on the program. Um, it, uh, how, do I, how do I put it? Uh, Trans Am is, in some ways, old school, but very much new school. And I look at the series and the growth of it's experienced over the past year or two. It's phenomenal. And, and frankly, there's no end in sight.
1: Yeah, I think I think that it's kind of like a cycle, uh, a bit of a cycle. You know, the Challenger and the Camaro and the Mustang are, you know, they go pretty hard in that space. The Challenger has done very well in sales in that space, and we see, a, you know, a lot more of them in TA, two, and occasionally in TA with Boris Shad and, and, you know, a good friend, Poncho Weaver and his effort. Um, but, yeah, uh, the kind of revitalized pony car. Um, and we're, we're the top end of that because, you know, our rules are such that, you know, we can do a lot more with the motors, and, you know, we're close to 1,000 horsepower now.
0: Unbelievable. Yeah, the old uh, win on Sunday, sell on Monday philosophy with Chevy and Ford and, and, and Dodge and everything back in the day. and uh, I, mean, I, could, I could go on forever, but, uh, Claudio, thanks so much for joining us here on the Premier Home for Motorsports. It's great to connect with you. Uh, Hopefully we'll see you around the track. Next time I get out to a TA race, I'll certainly come up and say hi. And uh, uh, once we get the season going and you start making your announcements and getting things in place, we'd uh, love to have you come back on. Yeah, that'd be great. All right. Claudio, have a great – I hope you had a great Thanksgiving and early – happy holidays to you. And uh, there goes Claudio. It's Ray Central on the radio right here and coming back right now.